everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are really excited today to be here to have another one of our, our hall stars here. Uh, I'm film critic Rachel Wagner, and I'm so excited to be talking with uh, actor Marcus Rosner. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Absolutely. Thanks for having me once again. Yeah, you can believe it's been uh, two years, over two years since we last had you on the podcast. I'm back. Yes. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, what we've been doing lately is we've been just asking our guests, how did you handle quarantine? What was that experience like for you? Do you do any uh, any uh, quarantine baking or anything like that? What was your experience <laughs> like? Yeah, I mean, I guess that's kind of the universal subject right now, right? I know. It's like, what is everybody, how's everybody spent this, this crazy time? Um, well, I guess going back to the beginning of it, when sort of that, that first week when it seemed like the entire world changed, uh, yeah. I was actually on set, like making a, uh, a Christmas movie. Um, and so that was quite the experience. And we were in our first week of shooting in uh, Edmonton, Alberta. And it was such a dream job going into it because that's my hometown. And uh, I got a call from a producer friend of mine who said that he's putting together uh, a Christmas movie and asked me if I would star in it and uh, produce and so it was going to be my first time producing something and so I was really excited to go home and sort of get all my friends and family involved as like background and stuff and kind of like when we grew up in uh, in Edmonton I grew up in Shore Park which is a, uh, a suburb of Edmonton but growing up like we didn't have any movies rolling through town like it was such a foreign concept so the just the idea of bringing home a movie for people to like walk on set and like be extras in and that I would be starring in was such a, a thrilling idea. And so it kind of, it started on that note and then, uh, and then it became sort of this nightmare situation because the craziest thing that's ever happened in any of our lives sort of took place throughout the shoot. Um, and luckily we were, we were far enough North and, uh, Edmonton's fairly remote that it kind of was infected late, much later than most of the rest of the continent and the world. And so we were actually able to do the whole shoot, but then on the very last day of shooting, they shut down all non-essential stuff. And so we actually wouldn't have been able to shoot a single day more, but yeah, we were just, I mean, we were on a set every day, just watching the news unfold day after day, this would get shut down. That would get shut down. And, we saw like the whole world going into lockdown and we were implementing all these safety measures like social distancing right away. Basically everything they're doing on sets now, like we mm -hmm. did overnight because we had to finish this movie. And so that was, that was an insane way to, uh, to jump that into. Is crazy. Yeah. It was again, we would walk down the streets and be shooting on streets and, there would be no people in sight. It felt like we were shooting a zombie movie. Yeah. Um, and we like, we couldn't get extras for obvious reasons. And so, and we had to cut down our cast and crew to under 50 people. Um, Cause the rules would just get tighter and tighter and tighter. And we, we were on uh, the phone with like the unions and Alberta health, which is the province that Edmonton's in like every 90 minutes, just like checking in being like, are we still good? Are we still good to keep going? Is everything cool? And they would, uh, they give us the green light constantly, but uh, I mean, it was, it, especially as a first time producer, it was, uh, it was yeah. easily the most stressful time of my entire life. Uh, and I, with like no question, just because of all the circumstances, but luckily 
somehow we were able to still like get like five extras on set per day. And I would fill those out with like, my mom appears in one scene, uh, my brothers in one scene, my other brothers in the scene, my friends are all in like this big skating scene. So it was, it was one of the craziest, most unique experiences that I'll never forget. But, um, so that was that. And that took me till the end of March. And then, uh, and then I basically hunkered down uh, with my fiance in our apartment in Toronto. Mm-hmm. And I've been uh, kind of writing ever since. I've finished two screenplays and one no way. pilot. And uh, yeah, we wrote one together just for fun. We wrote a Christmas movie. Um, yeah, centered around figure skating and hockey because we're from the land of hockey and figure skating. So, Are we going to um, have, are we finally going to have our uh, our cutting edge uh, Hallmark movie, Christmas themed Hallmark movie. <laughs> that is that is a great. Is that the name of a movie that's already out there? Oh, I mean, you oh you haven't never seen Cutting Edge? No, uh, it's a classic. It's a classic. Yeah, it's really good. It's a uh, in the uh, uh, it was I don't know if it was eighty nine or ninety. It's been around for a while. Uh, about the hockey uh, hockey player who has to team up with the figure skater uh, oh yeah a, okay yeah and uh, I, I just i just looked it up here yeah somebody was telling us about this one they're like you should look that up that's like yeah. similar concept yeah it's i mean it sounds somewhat similar to this oh so, you didn't even yeah, know would, uh, yeah well, that's would, cool. uh, yeah we'd love to get them made we're, we're gonna start pitching it right away uh next mm-hmm. week actually so we'll see where that goes but yeah, yeah. No, we've been uh we've been busy just uh with creative yeah. uh outlets that we probably wouldn't have had time for otherwise so that's really cool so you've done producing you're interested in writing you've you've done acting uh that's that's really really cool and i i think that that has been a positive thing to all of this is that it has allowed uh allowed us to maybe pursue creative uh at the very least it's allowed all of us to approach things in new ways and uh, mm-hmm. to figure out creative solutions for uh for you know different different problems like uh the one of the one of the theaters nearby me has is fortunate that ha- they have a lot of space and they converted their theater to a driving theater and uh so that has been a huge like blessing and great experience because they wanted to keep their employees working and but do it obviously in an improved and and safe way and uh so they've provided that experience for all of us here and it's been such a blessing and i i went and saw jurassic park there and back mm. to the future and, and that was just an incredible experience i i i started to cry uh when i when i finished watching jurassic park because it had just been so long since i'd been to any kind of movie and i'm a film critic so that was like yeah really mean and that's one of my favorite movies of all yeah, time me too. so yeah yeah i know it's it's funny the things that were such a regular part of our lives and like new movies would come out literally every weekend. And now yep. I, I feel like I'm so starved for like these movies that they've been teasing for months, like Tenet by, uh, by Christopher Nolan and yeah. Mulan. And like, 
I just want to see these movies. I'm like, all right, give them to me. Oh, please. I know. I'm you know, like, I'd even take, uh, take new mutants at this point. Like I want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> hard. I, I know it has been extremely stressful. Just keep waiting and waiting and waiting. And, uh, you know, they, I understand and they have to, you know, they have to do what they have to do, but I don't know. The whole experience has been, it's been, yeah. it, uh, I, it's been a, an interesting experience, but it has been, it has it's difficult it's so yeah. what i find is it's funny because like i'll have i have such extremes now that i've never had before i was so consistent mood wise for so long and now I'll yeah have like days that i it seems like i'm super positive and optimistic <sighs> and things seem great and then the next day out of nowhere it'll just yeah. be like super just be all these cynical negative thoughts running through my head again it's just it's a yeah. weird thing it's a yeah i mean i but, but i imagine that like so many people are experiencing the same thing so yeah. you know if we can take solace in one thing it's like that we're all experiencing it simultaneously yeah. i guess it's like hello anxiety i <laughs> constant companion yeah Please yeah like i never i never had anxiety before like i yeah until it hit during the movie and since then i've it springs up every now and then but like yeah it's it's been a weird thing yeah it's not something that impacted your your wedding plans or anything like that did hopefully it did yeah uh, kind oh, of it did, i yeah. mean it, it did to some extent we hadn't planned anything um i know i mean i know like a million friends that were supposed to get married this summer this yeah. fall and everything my and sister all had to oh really yeah 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 it's supposed to be the best man at my buddy's wedding next weekend this friday actually and uh and that obviously had to get moved and so now everyone's getting married next year and we were planning on getting married next year. So we've had to sort of take that into consideration, but luckily we hadn't made any, any bookings yet. So. Yeah. I mean, my, luckily for my sister, her, her wedding isn't until, wasn't going to be until next year, but she was going to get married. Uh, and uh, that had that the, literally, I think the register office where they were going to get married, where they had the appointment uh, just, closed down like they're not mm. doing it anymore uh, and so she hasn't gotten an, a new appointment uh but uh but yeah it's it's crazy i mean i'm just hoping that she's uh her she's living over in england so her mm. wedding uh, was going to be over there and you know it's just hard to, you guys, imagine, hey? it's hard to even imagine going to england even next yeah. year it just seems yeah. impossible but I mean, uh, yeah you know, we'll I, I, I i'm choosing to be optimistic about this vaccine i keep hearing about i've actually kind of cut out all news like i yeah. sort of abandoned it like two or three months ago like i just mm -hmm. couldn't ingest yeah. anymore i was doing it every single day like a drug and right so i've sort of uh stopped reading every single thing every day but like yeah. every once like once a week I'll, I'll see what's up and it seems like this vaccine thing is coming along yeah. at like warp speed so that is that is the one sort of promising news uh that as far as uh you know updates and things like that 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 is exciting and you know we'll see i am grateful for certainly grateful for people that are working so hard in that uh in that uh, area uh, mm -hmm. but uh but yeah i mean it's uh it's been it's been it's been wild i mean i guess at the very least uh, you know that 
all of our lives, especially, I, I always felt like once you finish college, you are just then in a perpetual cycle of doing the same things every day, no matter what. I don't care if you have like what seems like the fanciest job in the world. You do the same tasks every day over and over and over again. That's grown up life. And <laughs> And, uh, and in this whole situation, all the, all of a sudden, all of us, it was like, we all got kind of electrocuted, like, boom, <laughs> this is something totally new for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me and my buddy were equating it to like the rat race. It's like, yeah. once you are no longer a kid, you get dropped into this rat race that has been perpetually turning for centuries. Yeah. And this is like one of the first, well, one of the few times in history that it just sort of literally ground to a halt worldwide yeah. and everybody yeah. had time to stop and breathe and assess and, uh, yeah. you know, for better or worse. Yeah. Yep. Uh, well, so you, since we last talked, you have transitioned from uh, being the wrong guy in a million movies <laughs> to now you are a leading man very exciting uh but i was curious if if the pay was the same if there was no other differences in that regard mm -hmm. would you would you rather play the right guy or the wrong guy I would, i'd rather play the right guy okay i know that <laughs> it's such a I I hear actors say all the time, like I want to be the uh, I want to be the bad guy. Like it's uh -huh. more fun to be the bad guy. Yeah. I don't know why it is. I've never found it more fun. I find mm -hmm. it way more interesting to try to make those Mr. Wrights interesting because I think they're kind of inherently ah bland might not be the right word, but it might be. Um, and like they're just so they don't have edges sometimes. They're like they can't be any too one thing because they have to be likable and, and stuff like that. And so I just like to find the ways to um, give that some sort of spark and some sort of personality that, okay. uh, you know, and the, the other guys, uh, I don't know, I did so many of those. Like when I first started acting, I, that was uh, a great like foot in the door um, because those were smaller roles, obviously. And mm -hmm. I, I looked the part and I was really young. And so I just, uh, I took so many of those parts, obviously, and uh, and it was a great way to like cut my teeth. But no, I'm so I'm so over those parts, to be honest. <laughs> no, well, I like yeah, I like well, I like being the guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I still to this day think that she picked the wrong guy for Christmas in Evergreen because <laughs> I mean, you literally took a helicopter all the way just to spend time with her and just to see her and this teddy sears guy he like wants to go to florida and leave perfect vermont for for christmas like <laughs> this perfect town like you know what's funny is that, is that's what i started i think that was like the last one i did of like the yeah the mr wrong and uh what i started doing with those roles is just trying to make them as much as the director would let me on all those sets is like, just try to make it a difficult choice for the girl as like, much as I possibly could. I'm like, all this, I would look at the script and all the guy's lines would be super <laughs> Mr. Wrong. And I was, I was just trying to find the, the most fun way to 
make those like sarcastic lines or make them cheeky, just something to make him seem like he's just actually sort of funny and charming with those words. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, it was just a fun little game I played with myself towards the end of doing those those jobs. I think you succeeded. I mean, because <laughs> really, I mean, what, uh, what has Teddy Sears done to deserve to deserve to deserve <laughs> Ashley Williams? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. And we had never seen him again in any of the follow-ups. Only Ashley. <laughs> so yeah. very, there's a perfect opportunity. Yeah. Well, and so you were the lead in two films done by Christy Will Wolf uh, in 2018. Mm-hmm. So director, that's director, Christy Will Wolf. Uh, so that must yeah. have been a great experience. She's awesome. Yeah, yeah, she makes these things constantly. Um, yeah, yes, I do. And uh, Point City is for Christmas, um, I believe. If that, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, like Yes I Do was fun. It kind of broke the mold to some degree for what these movies usually do. Um, and it mm-hmm. had, obviously, uh, Jen Lilly and uh, Jessica Lowndes. And so it had two of the the regular leading females in these, and uh, mm-hmm. which was kind of different for these movies. And I don't know. Yeah, I I mean, I've obviously seen a lot of these movies. I've been in a lot of them. and uh, And that one felt like plot wise it was a little different which was a lot of fun and um and Jen Lilly's kind of the best like she yeah I think that she's one of the top leading ladies um for Hallmark yeah no question um along with Jessica Lowndes but Jen was the the lead in that one so that's mm-hmm. why I comment on that but uh and then when studies for Christmas with uh Bethany Joy Lenz was like she's she's also I mean she was on One Tree Hill for like a decade or something. Yeah. Super accomplished actress, super, super, super smart. It was funny at the, actually at the time she was, <laughs> she was, uh, she was seeing a friend of mine. And so I was going to go do this movie. Uh, and my buddy texts me like a week before I flew out and he's like, you're doing a movie with, uh, with Bethany Joy Lenz. I'm, I'm seeing her. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, wow, that's no crazy. Yeah. And, uh, so I show up on set and we're in hair and makeup the first day and we're sitting in our hair and makeup trailers. We just sort of awkwardly met each other as you do on all these sets real uh-huh. quick. Like, Hi, I'm so-and-so. Hi, I'm so-and-so. Nice to meet you. In a second, we'll go fall in love on set. Um, right. <laughs> but uh, so I'm sitting there and I'm like, I think you know my buddy. And I, I, I dropped his name and she goes, oh yeah, I, uh, I did a pilot with him like six years ago. <laughs> I like, immediately I was like, uh, what? Because <laughs> he just told me that she's they're seeing each other. Yeah. And so, so I was like, oh yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, and she's like, that's so weird that he would mention that. She's like, how's he doing? I was like, uh, <laughs> like he's good. He's good. And like a full minute goes by, I'm not saying anything. And she's like, I'm messing with you. We're we're seeing each other. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh my god, thank you. Like, <laughs> I was like, that was so well executed. You. I feel so stupid. Perfect. <laughs> congratulations. You're like, congratulations. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Um, That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. But no, that was great. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I think Christy pumps like three of these out a year. And uh, 
So. I know she's so busy. We we haven't ever been able to interview her, despite trying quite a bit. Mm. We never seem to to be able to uh, find a time that she's available. I mean, and she's just a busy mom and everything too. So uh, yeah, yeah, mother of two. Worked, and I think when she's out. when she's not directing, she's writing. When she's not writing, she's yeah she's directing. So yeah. I'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. They're the good folks over at Care Of, and they make getting vitamins and supplements easy and hassle-free. They can come right to your door so you don't have to go out shopping or take any kind of risk to go get your vitamins. They come right to you. And what's really nice is that you can take their online quiz and you answer some questions about your diet, your health goals, and your lifestyle. And they recommend the vitamins that will be the most helpful for you. And so for instance, I took the quiz and it only, like I said, it only takes a few minutes and they, we were able to narrow down some things that will help me hopefully with my sleep because that's one of my biggest health problems is that I have a hard time uh, with my sleep uh, issues. And uh, so it's really great. They come to you right to your door and you get these little packets that you, uh, you can take every day. And so if you are want to put some in your purse or you're traveling or something like that, uh, they're very, very, very easy for you to take. And, uh, and it's just really positive, very personal. There's a great attention to detail. They have great quality that you can see and taste. They focus on quality science and research that goes into each of their products and recommendations. They are, their yummy protein powders are made with wholesome ingredients you can recognize like organic cocoa and pink Himalayan sea salt. I've been really impressed with what I've been sent uh, and what I've tried. And I think that it's something that uh, can help you to, uh, to have more energy, to feel better, depending on the vitamins that you are in need of. So I recommend taking the quiz, getting the vitamins that you need, and, uh, and checking out Care Of. Uh, for 25% off each of your first three months of Care Of, go to takecareof.com slash hallmarkies25. Enter code hallmarkies25. That's 25% off each of your first three months of Care Of. Go to takecareof.com slash hallmarkies25. Enter code hallmarkies25. And you got to uh, team up again for the last uh, Vineyard movie with that whole cast that must have been mm -hmm. fun yeah yeah those movies were a lot of fun we did i think we did three of them in three years or three of them in four years or something like mm -hmm. that and uh it, it felt like summer camp at the end like we would just show up in the okanagan and and shoot these movies and but i think those are the ones that probably had the most fun on just because i got to hang out with rachel and brendan and, and tegan and uh it was just like we would, uh, and then my buddy Madison was on the last one playing our youngest yeah. brother. And when we weren't shooting, that, those ones were fun to not be the lead on because when we weren't shooting, we'd just go do like wine tastings and stuff in the yeah. Okanagan, which is for those of you that don't know, like the Canadian Napa Valley, basically. Um, mm -hmm. And that's actually where the movie was set, I think, was in Napa. And we shot it in the Okanagan. Um, right. But yeah, like we would literally just spend our days doing wine tastings in the middle of the summer and <laughs> you're like pretty good <laughs> yeah. gig pretty good it was gig. it was it was great it was really nice and it's like a little beach town <laughs> a little lake town and uh 
Yeah, it was nice. And those guys are so cool. Do you get any inspiration from uh, all of these movies for your own wedding? You see anything like, yeah, I don't want to do that. That's, I mean, that's funny you say that because I, I kind of did like an extremely elaborate proposal uh, uh-huh. for my fiance, and uh, a lot of people that have seen that video always say that uh, that it sort of reminds them of like the the big dramatic end scene of like a Hallmark movie. Uh-huh. It wasn't exactly my intention, but yeah, I mean, I like I bought like 150,000 white rose petals and sprinkled them all over this oh hall gosh. floor, and I. Uh, we had her parents fly in secretly because they lived across the country and uh, I put together this big video package that she sat down in front of and it was like all our memories of like traveling on screen and then at the end I pop up on screen tell her to turn around and I was behind her with the ring and all of our friends and family were on this mezzanine level holding candles looking down on it and uh, yeah it was it was pretty elaborate so I guess yeah. maybe somewhere along the line I ingested all of this Hallmark yeah. stuff and spewed it out into my uh my <laughs> well, you want to you want to make sure you aren't the wrong guy in your own life <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that's an inferiority complex at this point from playing yeah. the wrong <laughs> that's funny yeah <laughs> there's a super hard to prove myself <laughs> yeah. because uh, i mean that yeah. one there was a double wedding so it was double yeah, yeah. double the fun was, no so fun we made so many jokes about that double wedding thing, but it was it was such a fun way that Rachel got you know all of us to be incorporated in like the final moment of that series of movies and uh-huh. yeah, Rachel Rachel's the coolest. Yeah, she seems great. She seems seems really cool. She's, yeah, it seems like she's a fun. One group. of the most down to earth, mm-hmm. like quote unquote stars that I've I've ever worked with. And, yeah. Yeah. That's great. Uh, then you had uh, uh, you had Sweet Mountain Christmas uh, last year with Megan Hilty. Yeah, and yeah, uh, she, she seems sing. super. Yes, <laughs> she. Uh, yeah, she is extremely talented. She's it's funny because she's been around much longer than I have, and I felt like I felt like I was just learning from her the whole time. Honestly, but like she's uh she's just such a pro like she has her stuff together and uh yeah i was just i was just sitting back and watching and learning from her and man we had uh, a couple scenes there where she would sing and when you see a real like broadway level singer live in person i worked with jewel one time and it's kind of the same thing like she had to sing in this this movie that i was in and i just remember thinking wow this is this isn't like this isn't like my friends that know how to sing singing. This is like, you can see why they have like busted through and, and sort of made a name for themselves in this field because they, those people, the Megan Hilties, the jewels of the world, it, their talent is, it's different. It's just something different about yeah. that, that level of, of singing. And as somebody who doesn't sing at all, it, it's just so cool to sit back and watch. Yeah, I mean, anybody that can play, that can be in Wicked on Broadway, like Megan Hilty was can sing. <laughs> I had no idea. Like I didn't know that she had done that stuff when we started working together. And then uh, when she started singing, and I was like, I was like, "Wow, you're pretty good at it." Like, you, <laughs> do you do this a lot? <laughs> yeah. And so then, of course, I had to 
learn about everything that she's done with the singing. Yeah. Um, and then another funny story from that said is that uh, we're all in uh, Virginia and I arrive on set for my first day of shooting, which I think was like the second day of, of shooting. And we, uh, we block a scene, I don't know if everybody knows what that is, but it's like when you sort of run through the motions of what that scene's gonna look like. It's mainly for camera purposes so that you know where you're standing and whatnot, but you, mm. you do all the lines yeah. and you sort of rehearse it one time and that's kind of the first time you feel out the scene with, uh, with your scene partner. And so we run through it and no one had contacted me or told me anything about what was gonna be happening accent wise. And so we did it one time and she's clearly doing an accent. She literally got nominated for an Emmy for doing uh, an act like a the exact same accent perfectly in the Patsy Cline movie for Lifetime, mm-hmm. and so she's doing the accent and I'm just talking like I'm talking, and then after the first blocking, I just kind of go up to the director. I'm like, so uh, Southern accent is that what we're going to with here? And he's like, oh yeah, did nobody tell you? I was like, no. And he's like, okay, well we we shoot in five minutes. Is that going to be a problem? I was like, uh, no, I guess it's not. So I kind of pulled it out at the very last wow. second. I've, I've worked with an iteration of that accent before, but uh, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Because uh, you were like had a little more time. Yeah. So you had that. Yeah, because in your Unreal character was a little bit that way, right? Yeah. 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 I worked yeah. on it a lot at that time for that character and then hadn't touched it since that, which was, I don't know, like a year and a half prior, uh-huh. so. Yeah, that's funny. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just kind of, <laughs> it was fun though, those little moments of you gotta figure it out are, are really fun. In the blocking, you, you, you also, it's like you learn that, like what's a two shot, what's gonna be a one shot, what's gonna be bigger, like all that kind of stuff as well, right? With your yeah. cinematographer. Yeah, you- kind of learn where the cameras are going to be sitting and uh yeah they, they basically lay all the marks down like the little pieces of tape mm-hmm. on the ground they'll put your little uh your little t there and it's like when you're over leaning against the fireplace then uh-huh. try to hit this mark so we can catch this shot over your left shoulder on uh on megan in this instance and yeah so yeah it's all that stuff it's it's fun that kind of stuff it's like i take that for granted now but I remember when i first walked on a set that was all like had to figure it out on the fly too because no one explains that stuff to you in advance right yeah uh and yeah that one i did also like uh terrell rothery uh in that one as her uh mom i felt like it was believable that they were mother daughter that was good terrell is one of the best people in this whole thing she is just she's so talented and so easy like she's so easy to work with she makes her work look so easy she i just can't say enough good things about Terrell. Yeah. she's in the one that we just shot during oh, yeah? uh, this whole quarantine thing yeah she plays my mom uh it, yeah and yeah but especially in sweet mountain christmas uh man yeah she was so good i told her that after too i, I texted her i was like i just watched uh our Christmas movie and like you are just awesome. Like she lights yeah. up the screen and she totally seems like Megan's mom in that movie. And cool. the the accent thing happened with her too actually. She showed up the next day. Oh, really? <laughs> and then with hair and makeup I thought ahead. I was like I was like, Carol, did anybody tell you that we're doing uh, southern accents? And she turns to me the way she does and she 
excuse me, Marcus? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that was my reaction, too. So good luck. <laughs> That's funny. Of course, she just was perfect at it. Yeah. Uh, so you have Love on Harbor Island coming up for yeah. uh, when this airs, it'll be this, uh, that'll be the, that weekend coming up. And uh, so this uh, was, uh, this was directed by Lucy Guest and uh, stars you and Morgan Cohan, who we have had on this show. She's delightful and that must have been a fun experience uh to make it was uh yeah it was it was great honestly uh lucy guest is i've known her i don't know five years now we did a movie called infidelity in suburbia back in the day and she played sort of a side character and at that time i think she had just moved out to uh she just moved back to Vancouver. She'd spent a number of years in Toronto. She didn't have a car yet. So uh, I offered to drive her to set. And so we, we would drive to set together out in Squamish, which is like an hour outside of Vancouver. Got to know each other a bit that way. Uh, and she told me that she'd like done stand-up comedy and that she did writing and stuff. And since then, I mean, I've just watched from afar, like she just writes all these projects and she directs them. She was actually on the set of uh, Point Studies for Christmas shadowing Christy Will Wolf uh, like two years ago now, I guess, when she was sort of wanting to get into directing these. And she's just such a hustler. Like she just, these people that get after it as like self-starters, they are so like inspiring. And uh, yeah, it's just so great to see her do all this. And I'm just kind of in awe and, uh, yeah, and I think she directed, mm-hmm. I saw this, like, obviously I've seen uh, Take Off the Love, and, uh, or, oh, nope, that's not it, yeah, that's not it anymore. <laughs> it was, love, love on Harbor, Harbor Island. Island. <laughs> like, like I said, this title has changed, like, three times. So, <laughs> You're like the airplane but, uh, movie, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> I'm a pilot, puppy guy, uh, and, uh, no, she, I think she's directed what might be, like, my favorite one of these that I've been in. Um, and like along with Morgan Collan, who's, I think she's going to be the next big person in these movies. Uh Um, because she's, she's young, she's incredibly talented and, uh, she's already the lead on the, uh, When Hope Calls. And Uh so I think that, uh, yeah, I'm just super lucky to, to work with these ladies, uh, who are super talented and, you know, give me the best opportunity to shine because I'm just kind of piggybacking off of their abilities. So can you, uh, can you tell us a little bit about what the movie's about? Yes. That's a good thing to do, I guess. Uh, <laughs> basically Morgan plays like this, uh, this home, uh, interior decorator. Oh man, watch me flub this, but <laughs> she plays this interior decorator who lives in Seattle. Uh, her aunt Maggie, uh, is running this inn uh, out on like one of the like Pacific Northwest uh, islands. And so she goes home to sort of help her fix it up. I've since moved into the guest suite on the property. I uh, am sort of this inexplicable loner <laughs> who has no friends. Um, well, that's not true. I got a buddy, yeah. uh, Brendan, um, 
Jose Alvarez's last name. Brendan anyway, Zub? we is... we no no. Um, we run pilots for pups, like a oh uh, yeah puppy adoption. Brendan Taylor. Uh, Brendan, Brendan Taylor. Taylor. Thank you. Yeah, we've I had him. everybody's last names all the time. Right, right, yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah, he's yeah. he's he's awesome. So we uh, we run this pilots for pups adoption center and. Uh, in needs fixing up and of course I am the guy that flies the uh, plane and flies Morgan into the island at first and then I am trying to get these puppies adopted to the movie of course she likes puppies a lot and um, yeah (laughs) and then hijinks ensue and I help her fix up the inn and we go to sell it but then her ex-boyfriend who's a jerk wants to buy it with his company for the purposes of tearing it down and then uh yeah, I guess I won't get the entire movie, yeah. but yeah, that's basically, yeah. she's a home interior decorator and I'm the guy that lives yeah. on the property. Yeah, I was gonna say, who doesn't like puppies? <laughs> be like, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm against what you're doing in your puppy adoption <laughs> in this. <laughs> that's how you know it's the bad yeah. guy in the movie, if anybody's yeah. saying that. Um, was it, yeah, and was, Lucy actually, I, my character's name, funny enough, is, is Marcus, like she, she, uh, I think she had written this with the idea of me doing it, and so, and then I think when it came time to shoot it, oh yeah, we we were like, should we change the name? And we just thought it was funny, so yeah, <laughs> <we kept it. laughs> uh, yeah. Was it filmed in Vancouver Island, or it was filmed yeah. at uh, Rowena's Inn, which is just outside oh. of Vancouver? Okay, yeah, I can't Ooh. remember like what the town nearby is, but yeah. Well, I mean, the one of the things I love in these movies is you have the men, the men with many jobs, because that's all. Yeah. That's always the the contrast to the bad men of business, you know, who's obsessed with business. You have the man who's I like know. the ultimate example of that was um, uh, was Paul Green in uh, the Christmas in Angel Falls. Like okay, every, I, I I just feel like every scene he was a different job. <laughs> it's kind of a running joke amongst my family when i go home for christmas like, anything that needs to be done they're like well marcus can do that you have yeah. planes he can do that yeah right. you gotta walk a dog he's a dog yeah. walker i think in sweet mountain christmas i was the snowplow driver yeah there. that's true uh, yeah that's right something else there yeah. yeah i mean you just gotta get it done i mean that's that's our hallmark leading man he can be job done wherever it needs to be done to put on the festival he's got it <laughs> just cover all the bases i think like what, is, what jobs do women like just make him all of them yeah yeah i because in the christmas and angel falls he was like he was like working for his mom at the, her toy store. Then he was a volunteer fireman. And he was, <laughs> I don't know, it was just it really, it felt like every scene it was like, what are you doing here? Oh, this is my other job. <laughs> do they, do they play it as like a joke in that movie? And, and not really. Joke? No, it was no? just something we joked about on the podcast. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. There's no commentary on it a lot of the time. It's like, <laughs> nobody does this, but. <laughs> it's just it's the ultimate contrast to the you know the bad man of business who's obsessed yeah. with work and and and, yeah. and making deals and whatever and is the that uh did you ever see that snl sketch yeah uh, about the homework That's it was so funny, funny. <laughs> it, it is, i love the the business guy uh he goes, uh, he goes, it's either me or Christmas. <laughs> it's like, that's exactly the rule. It's like, you just play this business suit guy that like, 
for some reason hates Christmas and doesn't yeah. understand her need to be around her family at all. Yeah, <laughs> like what are you gonna get to need to be visited by three <laughs> spirits? Like what is wrong? Yeah. This situation. That's funny. Well, this sounds delightful. I'm very excited to to see it and watch it, and that'll be really fun. And yeah. so, well, we uh, we had I don't know if you remember last time we we ended with some fun questions. Well, this time we are going to give you the holiday version of our fun questions. We just finished Christmas Great. in July. And uh, you've got a Christmas movie coming. Uh, that uh, do you do you know whether that'll be on Lifetime or on Hallmark? Do you have any idea? Uh, we don't know yet. No. Know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, put on your Santa cap because we got some holiday questions coming for you. It's on. All right. <laughs> what is your favorite holiday drink? Favorite holiday drink. Uh, Oh, not like hot cocoa or whatever you yeah like. that's the best one yeah i guess like uh, like just a hot chocolate i guess pretty boring right. a little <laughs> bit of bailey's in there okay good all right what is your favorite holiday cookie or treat oh my mom makes these uh what are they called like peanut butter confetti or something like that they, they have like the colorful marshmallows and they're sort of embedded Ooh. in like a like a big peanut butter thing and it's just that's like the go-to <laughs> yeah. treat amongst me and my brothers every year and yeah whenever we have like any we had a Canada Day party three weeks ago and she made like three dozen of these things and we ate them all so yeah you're getting a lot of that in uh in, in quarantine yeah <laughs> we're like, just starting eating them year round more. now yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is the only thing that makes me happy now yeah. <laughs> very good all right what is your favorite Christmas song or carol? Uh, a creepy one. Uh, la, 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 uh, carol of the Bells. Oh, okay. I didn't know that yeah. was creepy. That, it that's seems good. creepy, doesn't it? it I creepy. mean, maybe it's just because I think the first time I saw it was uh, Tim Burton's uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. And so now I just associate it with being really creepy. Oh, but yeah. All right. Like Very it. good. Okay. Uh, so what is your favorite uh, classic or traditional Christmas movie? Do you have a favorite that you watch every yeah, year? Yeah, probably. Uh, what's my favorite? Like favorite? maybe Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> I really like. Uh, I think just because of the time it came out when I was growing up, but I like the um, the Grinch, like the Jim Carrey one. Oh, okay. I think that yeah. was like the first DVD I ever bought when I bought a little DVD player with my flyer mm -hmm. delivery money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah cool good all right uh what is your favorite holiday tradition that you look forward to every year to doing hmm i like the stockings i like opening oh, up the okay. stockings we kind of have like a since we were kids we'd wake up i mean it's kind of now that i'm 30 it's kind of gone out the window but <laughs> we would we would wake up and we were allowed to open the stockings before we yeah. ate breakfast but we all had to eat breakfast as a family and then we would go through the presents one by one after but the stockings uh -huh. were kind of a free-for-all so that was always my my favorite thing but yeah. me and my brother would always have the exact same things it was always this race to open them up first because you were just <laughs> there was going to be no surprise if you opened it up second right <laughs> yeah i mean santa could be a little more creative right yeah, i know yeah I know. uh very good all right 
uh, Scrooge or the Grinch? I guess you already answered it, kind of, but. Yeah, yeah, the Grinch, I guess. The Grinch, okay. Yeah. Uh, clear lights are colored. I think, I don't know, I feel, huh. I guess on like my own house, uh-huh. I would like, I don't have a house, but when I do have a house, I would like, <laughs> I like the sophisticated look of the clear lights, but then like something about being in my hometown, I like the nostalgia of the colorful lights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good. All right. Uh, would you rather be in a snowball fight or build a snowman? Oh, probably a snowball fight. Yeah. Actually, right. I like digging the tunnels. You ever dig the tunnels? You like mound up the snow and then like dig through it. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, if we get, if you get enough snow, then that kind of thing is fun. Uh, mm-hmm. But because uh, uh, you have to have quite a bit of snow to really do a snowman. We would get at least that amount of snow every year. So every it was year. not, yeah. it's kind of a non-issue in Edmonton, Alberta. <laughs> yeah. I bet that's true. How cold does it get there? Uh, well, like, what's the oh, conversion? True. But I guess I think the coldest I remember, right when I graduated from high school, I had I was roofing for uh, to make money to save up for film school, and I think I I did that job in minus forty two degrees Celsius one day, and I remember thinking that, that it was time to move and never come back. So. Uh, <laughs> Let's see what that is in Fahrenheit. I have this right here. Uh, yeah. It's, I uh, I, oh, it's minus 40.6 Fahrenheit. Woo. So it's, it's insane. Yeah. That's the kind that it'll, it'll like, you'll, you'll be able to like really see your, your, in, in, in the world of masking, you would, really bound to see your your, your droplets we, we're talking it, about yeah our droplets <laughs> yeah no honestly like, we would throw we'd make a joke about like we'd have our thermoses with our coffee and then you could throw it into like the air and it would evaporate <sighs> before it hit the ground because it was just yeah. so so cold, cold. yeah Woo. all right uh would you say you are a good gift wrapper or not no notoriously horrible <laughs> gift wrapper i got the weird like edges all folded in and like it's crumpled in parts and the tape's yeah. ugly and yeah. I, I think it's overrated <laughs> so just, it's, if it's covered it's covered you can't yeah. see it gift bags are a, a good solution yeah but then, just stick it in you, the bag. then you rob the person of like the ripping it off i like to rip it off i just don't uh-huh. know if it needs to look pretty before that yeah <laughs> i mean the, what's inside is more important and more important yeah that's for sure yeah all right, last question. In that all that cold weather, do you have an ugly Christmas sweater? Yeah, we What's actually, you... <laughs> me and my friends were convinced for so long that we started that because <laughs> like, we were like, <laughs> you're like the OG. We started, yeah, we thought we like invented that because we, <laughs> we would go to Value Village. Do you guys have Value Village in the States? It's like, uh, a, is that like a it's like if you donate, kind of? no, it's like if you donate old clothes you can go and buy oh. them for like next to nothing and yeah we, would, we do we have like goodwill yeah right it's exactly like that and mm-hmm. so we would go there like on whenever we would have parties or like christmas or or halloween or something we wanted to get like cheap stuff to like make some sort of crazy outfit that we would have these parties yeah. based around like these themes like that and so <laughs> yeah we would go there every year and like like as a giant group of like 12 of us and pick out our ugly christmas sweaters yeah and, then we wear them to school like every day for a week leading up to Christmas and 
we'd have like a big party where we'd all have these ugly sweaters and so yeah, I was a big fan of that for a long time. See, that's like legit ugly Christmas sweaters because mm. now they have these like ones made to be ugly Christmas sweaters, which yeah. is not as cool. Not it's as like good. everything. It becomes commercialized at some point. <laughs> and then, yeah, but yeah. no, we would we would go buy like somebody's old grandpa's sweater See? from like the 60s that yes. had dust all over it and hadn't been touched in decades. And that was, and whoever got the weirdest looking one was always like the champion it'd be like weird leather patches on them and like, yeah that is the true christmas spirit i think yeah. right there <laughs> very yeah. good all right you passed the test very good cool. you can still make christmas movies we'll allow Excellent. it uh well we're excited about the new movie uh coming up the love on harbor island i think it's gonna be really fun and thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us this was yeah of course fun. thank you to catch up and uh can people follow you on social media all that fun stuff yes oh i'm so bad at this what is uh at marcus rosner on instagram and then on twitter it's at the marcus rosner and that's kind of the only places where i okay. exist Good. on social media but yeah all right well, we, can, we can have those in the uh, uh in the description uh, section for people to follow you and that will be great and awesome so thanks again for taking the time out to uh to talk with us and uh and yeah we're looking forward to the we'll look forward to the film awesome thanks rachel <laughs> okay all right all bye right. see ya i'd like to thank marcus for coming on the podcast this is so much fun to get a chance to talk with him we're looking forward to the new movie make sure you are following the podcast at hallmarkies pod and hallmarkies podcast all of our social media itunes youtube and if you are listening on itunes please leave us your ratings and reviews and if you are listening on youtube please like this video and subscribe to the channel and we really appreciate that and we are so grateful for our patrons we do uh, monthly watch alongs and exclusives early releases try to make it a really great experience for you and we sure appreciate the support we also have our merch store that has lots of fun hallmark inspired merch so please check that as well we're doing our hallmark use for diversity uh, shirts designed by artist jessica miller we're so grateful for that and uh and thanks again to marcus please let us know your thoughts in the comment section or on twitter of all the different things that we talked about so we'll talk to you all later bye everyone